It's a miracle. And Ivy, and you are listening to Black, Broke and Brilliant. Coming up on today's episode, we'll be continuing our deep delve into more Netflix documentaries. So let's get straight into it. So we are back with Netflix and chat part four. You guys are loving the Netflix content and we are loving venting about it. So today we'll be discussing Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich and Fire Festival. There will be spoilers ahead. You've been warned. I feel like we're just going from bad to worse here because on the list is Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. And this series is just shocking. Do you know, before I get into it, we should just say trigger warning because we'll be discussing sexual abuse, assault, and paedophilia, because some people in this world are just messed up. But this show... His name enough is... I'm saying... I didn't even want to say it. Enough to say she was Daniel's fine, really. It really is. Like, this documentary was the epitome of how money and power is the most dangerous combination, because he was untouchable for so long, just because of his position. Um, And he was a billionaire, and he was dating this woman called Ghislaine Maxwell. And they basically had this paedophilia ring. They basically were just grooming these young girls between 13 and 17 years old for years and and got away with it for years. Like, they don't know the exact number of victims because there were loads of people who didn't come forward. But they were saying that it was probably around 80 or could potentially be more, which is terrifying because these are children and they're being, like, abused. And he got away with it for so long. That's what... That's what I don't understand. But he basically, either of the two of them would come across these young girls. Um, I think he was living in Florida and there was like a school, a really big school near there. So it would often just meet young girls who go to that school and then they would invite them back to their house and say for a fee for like 200 pounds, you can give this guy a massage and and that's it. There's no catch, 200 pounds, give a massage and you can go home. And these young girls would think, sure, I'll earn some extra money. They'd go to the house, give the massage and then he would switch and basically coerce them into doing more than that. And what was scary about it was that like, it somehow turned into a pyramid scheme where the girls that were going to the house and doing the massages and being coerced and being touched and being felt up and being raped essentially, would then, would then have to go and find other girls in their mm-hmm. school to send back to him. They couldn't tell them what was gonna happen, but then they'd get paid to go and get these other girls to go and, and do the thing with him. And then those same girls would then go and find extra girls. And he basically oh, had this massive ring, this massive ring of children who were just doing, who were forced to do things with him, were being sexually assaulted. And he was getting away with it. Like, oh how do you even think of that? Like literally, basically a pyramid scheme for these children just so he could abuse them. And his girlfriend was also in on it. Like, people would need Jesus, is all I have to say. Oh my goodness. And also... I I literally had no... Obviously, I knew about, like, Epstein and stuff, but I didn't realise that, as you said, the scheme. So it's, like, the same abused girls are now joining the circle and then finding more girls. Ah, be... oh, that's actually crazy. But this just shows, like, obviously what trauma does because if if that's how, like, they've grown up and they're obviously, like, sort of part of this now, probably has... Well, I know he's got things like he could obviously hold against them. Yeah. So them feeling like they're trapped in this cycle and then getting more. Oh my goodness. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Terrifying. And they were saying that he would, he would always basically favor 
the more vulnerable, disadvantaged girls because they were easier to manipulate. And it's just so sad. And also just the people who need help and need support, who have so much trouble at home or whose parents aren't supporting them or they're being abused at home. And then there's a man who's not offering them money and is being really nice to them when he's not raping them and is grooming them. It's just so messed up. Like imagine actually like preying on children who are vulnerable, preying on children, period. But to think I'm going to go after these girls who are in the worst possible state because that will be easiest is twisted. It's so dark. So manipulative. It's always like the ones that need the most help as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously like that plate is enlarged because, oh, if they need help, I'm offering them money. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, Sad. And yeah. it wasn't, it's just messed up. And it wasn't with all of them, but when some of them had threatened to go to the police, he would be like, listen, I'm going to ruin your life. I would be like, I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to hurt your family. I'm going to make sure you have no career. And there was one girl who I think was with him at some point and was like, I'm never going to see you again. And I'm going to tell the police. And she went to another state and then she got a phone call, I think from his girlfriend. And the girlfriend was like, listen, uh, I know that you went for a jog at this time yesterday. I have people who are watching your every move. She had moved to a whole new state and she no. called her up to be like, we have people following you. Do you know how deep that is? No. So that they couldn't even, some of, like a lot of them did come forward, but a lot of them felt like they couldn't because they're like, well, I'm going to die if I do. No, that woman, she, she, needs, she needs to get her own. She needs to get her own mm-hmm. because I, I think of this, I've only seen, I saw the last episode. Um, I, I didn't realise it was the last episode when I watched it. But what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Everyone always says that, like, yeah, why did they get out? But, you know, you need to understand how, how many people this man has under his belt. Like, to the point where someone moves to a completely different place and you're like, fam, I know what you did yesterday. I know what you're eating. I know what you're wearing right now. Do you understand the level of control? Yeah. That is, and the level of power to just have so many people in your pocket. And the thing is, I remember watching that last episode, and when I think when they like raided his house, and they just saw like how many computers he had, and I'm pretty sure there was like a camera in every single room, and it was almost like he had like a big, a whole wall just full of TVs where he could see at, into every single room, like exactly all the rooms where the girls were exactly yeah. what they were doing like some big brother in a watchtower yes. and how he just had like documents and documents and files and folders this man has things on people and when they were saying that um i can't remember if it was some, someone in the justice department basically just let him get a free ride and he was supposed to go that. to jail and then it was like a jail where he could just pop in and out we're gonna get to that out. That one, that one was so bad. So this was in like 2008. And basically he pled guilty to soliciting a minor for prostitution. Like he admitted to basically being a pedophile. He was registered as a sex offender and he was sentenced to 18 months in prison. Yeah. He spent just, just over a year and he was granted work release. So for six days a week, he could leave the prison. Six days, six out of seven days, he could leave, go and do his thing, go and do his thing. He had to come back and spend the night. So it was basically like a hotel situation. He could hop out and hop back in. In what world is that prison? That's not prison, fam. You're spending more time, literally, most days of the week, the working days even, 
is what I'm saying. You go like, out and continue your higgy ha- and, and they want to call it... Pr- nah, this uh, is... Nah. This, this, this is making me angry for multiple reasons because I'm just looking and thinking about the, the justice, quote-unquote justice system they mm-hmm. have in the state. How they favour white people. How they favour white men. How he even only got 18 months to start off with. How he's not even going to serve any of that time. How he's going to spend more time back in the real world where he is allowed to continue those crimes than he is in the actual jail. How you, man, are just going to grant him access. Yeah, go. Fly. Go to different countries. Go to your private island. But for one day of the week, you're just going to have to come back and rest your head. They probably even gave him Egyptian cotton sheets and all that. Imagine how many people and who he's got under the belt to have that kind of influence. Are you dumb? I cannot trust a thing. He basically just had free accommodation for a year. Didn't even have to stay there. Like, oh, the levels to this, like the judge as well, somehow, I don't even know why he wanted to do this yet, but he somehow granted Jeffrey immunity for all future things that he would get himself into. And for anyone else involved in that paedophile ring, immunity, immunity for everyone. You get immunity, you get immunity. You get any more paedophilia you commit, that's come. Immunity, immunity. He said, don't worry about it. Have your work release. Spend your year in and out of jail and then do your thing. He's in the bag too. You're, the fact that he's already saying, I grant you immunity for these crimes and future ones. So you already know he's commuting future ones. You already know this is how the man makes his money and that you'll probably be a visitor, be paying for that as well. Be paying for that service. Yep. And you'll say for future ones, yeah, we'll just we'll write them all off now. Do you know what? Let's just write everything off now. You go ahead, do your thing. We never have to have this conversation. You don't even understand how many people he's got in the pockets. The fam, the the justice, the I can't even. All the words I leave in my head because I cannot. The people who are supposed to hold people in the state accountable for crimes, Mm -hmm. them man there. The name has escaped me, but he had that person in his pocket too. Everyone. Everyone, everyone is in his pocket. This is what I'm saying. There is, there is a club. Yep. Let me not even call it just a boys club because this woman, mm-hmm. this is mad. Another woman said, girls, going to get sexually abused. I'm going to need you to holler at other girls. Nah, it's actually, it's actually mad. And but, it's scary because it's like you're saying, the, the power, because even before that happened in 2008, there were dozens of police reports and they were basically all dismissed. Like no, none of them could go anywhere. And for the few families who would pipe up, he would just pay the money so that it wouldn't go to trial. And if it ever did go to, like, it was just dismissed immediately because of the power that he has. Like to be this rich white billionaire, like I just don't understand how that means you get away with being a paedophile. Like to go to court and for them to say, listen, it's cool. You want to be a paedophile? That's fine. Here's immunity. And you go about your day. When he was, in prison, quote unquote, in prison, and he was leaving in and out. He was still being a paedophile. He was still going and assaulting these other girls because he could. And that's it's what the justice system felt was best. It's not even. It's not even just him though. It's a whole ring. It's not yeah. even like it's just him. There's a whole ring of other people who are involved in it. But like, I can't even fathom being that invin- invincible because that's the only yeah. way I can describe it that for years cases have come up against like listen to this there's a whole pyramid scheme so there are multiple victims many 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 victims and probably other people who know about it as well and not a single one 
can have justice brought nope. because any time a case does pop up, oh, silenced, silence, silence. Imagine having that kind of money at your disposal, your disposal that you can just pay off, I don't know, a whole police department or a whole, a whole judge, a whole judge who has to study for years and take oaths, you can pay them off too. His one job is to serve justice and he could pay him off. Politicians, senates, justice, justices, all of these men in this legal system, because it's a system, they're part of the pyramid scheme too. Yep. The way he had a pyramid system, mm-hmm. the justice department, all of them man there, they got a system too. Yep. They got a system too. And whilst they're out here, you know, charging black men for having, what, eight grams of weed, this rich white man was allowed to do all of this. And you man said, it's cool, we'll clear the thing and your future crimes. We'll clear that too. No one will say a word. We got you. Spuds. Nah, it's, it's vile. It's he was vile. registered, registered sex offender. He was allowed to leave prison. and be, Even for sex offender and 18 months to be in the same sentence, how does that, how does make it make sense? And we just, we have to talk about the island, his private island, which was like some territory off the US. It was literally nicknamed Pedophile Island because they used it specifically to pimp out young girls there. He would fly out his friends, Bill Clinton, Trump, of course, Prince Andrew, all pictured there, all pictured there with young girls. Oh my goodness, all these white men. And when it came to it, before, before, before any of this came to light, you see interviews of, um, of the president, Mm-hmm. Trump, because the fact the fact that there are two presidents in that sentence is already already problematic. But Trump was, oh yeah, Epstein. He's a, he's a great man. He's a fantastic man. Yeah, a great. He's a good friend of mine. Good. Later on, who is this? he pulled a Kiki Palmer? Who is this man? I don't know. This sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. Like, I saw him in the street. I wouldn't know a thing. Well, no thing. Never been on that island. Never seen that. Never heard that. Never tasted that. Mm. But the 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 mind them the janitors on the island. They saw you. There's mm. a whole book where everyone signed their names to get on his private jet. Ain't that your name? Are, are you not? Are you not Bill Clinton? Are you not William Clinton? Is that not you? This is what I'm saying. And Prince Andrew. Hey, fire! I feel like I'm already talking. When I say everyone's in the pocket, I don't want to. Even, I don't even want to say too much Mm-mm. of all this whole thing. Yeah, lakaf. He's got everyone in pocket. Are you dumb? It's just mad because these are the people in power. My guys in the royal family running the country, running countries. They are leading the world, and this is what they want to do in their spare time. Little that children. Okay, is a sticky one there, and you can see why certain other members of that same family <laughs> and said I'm not involved. <laughs> I'm not claiming that one. No. You know, you know like when you've got a dodgy uncle, yeah? Mm. Who uh, you don't invite to the party, you see that once at Christmas. He, uh, he's yeah. a dodgy uncle. Yep. You just don't mention him around the dinner table. You just don't. It's More so bad. Dodgy. That one, he's, he's, no, you need to actually deep the media and deep how much power and influence he has because mm-hmm. when this all came out, there's pictures of him with the with the young lady, mm-hmm. literal pictures, and he said, "Oh, I I don't remember. I've never met her before. Don't remember that." There's a picture of you with the girl. There's a picture of you. She remembers you. She remembered everything you did to her in detail. You are there, and you're saying you, you don't remember. 
Listen, oh, there's a the point. Thing. You went on this private jet, you're on the island, but you don't remember that. All right, At the point when there is photographic evidence, it doesn't matter if you remember what has happened. The proof is in the pudding. We know it happened, so just own up to it. You can't be like, um, my memory's a bit foggy. We can see. We can see. Nah, but Ivy, deep, deep the bravery of this same man, yeah, who's part of this very big, famous, well-known family, to go on TV, do an interview that no one sent you to do. No one sent you to do, and then you just want to go and chat, bash, and just... You might as well have just written guilty on your on your forehead. It would have been because just quicker. The madness he was coming out with. The queen was, she said, "Fam, who's <laughs> fam? What? Who said you? There's no amount of damage control you can do for that one there." Nah, I said you're on your own. You are no longer a royal. Do your own thing. But this is what was crazy about this story. Yeah, basically anyone who went to the press couldn't get anything printed about any of them. Like, Jeffrey, he, like, bought them all out. Any, any victim, any police officer who went to any media outlet, they were like, we're not printing that story. No one was listening. Imagine, like, how can not even a single person be able to do a damn thing when there are literally dozens and dozens and dozens of girls being like, he's abusing me, and everyone's just facilitating it? Everyone is paid. Um, imagine thinking you were that invincible, that you literally have, like, judges, whole departments, media presidents royalty under your belt you man say a thing i've got the evidence i've got the like really and truly this this maxwell woman this mm-hmm. maxwell woman her own will come her own day and time will come the fire that the lord is gonna bring down on this one will be different yep. but imagine what she has at her disposal like her weaponry on who <laughs> Everyone could get it. Anyone, anyone could get it. Do you know what's wild? She is currently on trial, yeah? I'm just, all I'm saying is they need to keep an eye on her because someone's going to try and end it because she knows too much. Oh, but did you hear what they did to the judge? So the woman who was supposed to be a judge on that trial, mm-hmm. um, someone, some hitman, pulled up to her house, shot her husband and killed oh. her son. No, no, the judge no, on this case. Are you deep in this? No, they tried to get like this the most impartial judge ever. She's a woman, she's critically acclaimed, and all this business. Literally, random hitman. Hit I, I don't even know if they found the hit. I wouldn't be surprised if you know, so this he disappeared, yeah, <laughs> disappeared, gone, but literally, like, pulled up to her house, shot her husband, killed her like 17 year old son. My God! Because she's the judge on this case. Are you deep? Even though this man is dead, are you deep in the inf- Nah. Oh my God! They need to keep an eye on her because I would not be surprised if Ghislaine gets shot or something because she knows she knows too many things. But nah. what what is it really? Would, it it will be something deeper than that. It will be something more techie. It's not just going to be a quick. Shoot, nah. 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 It's got, it's going to be so discreet. They'll do the whole sardine oil thing. <laughs> Call Carol Baskin. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. It's so true. It's true. Oh, I can't. But it was, it's just a mess because it was only even after the Me Too movement happened that people actually started to listen to the girls or the victims, which is wild. And so it was only last year, like it, was, it took 11 years for them to start listening to the victims because there was a whole movement on social media. And then Jeffrey Epstein was finally put on trial again and it was crazy because i I know you only watched the last episode but i don't know if you saw this part where 
he was on trial and they were asking him questions like, are you a paedophile? Have you had sexual relationships, sexual relations with a minor? Have you ever coerced a girl? And all he said was, no comment, plead the fifth, no comment. Didn't even, didn't even formulate a sentence. He just said, I plead the fifth. He said, no comment. He said, oh. I'm advised by my lawyer to keep shut. So I will not say a damn thing after doing there that with the girls. There isn't enough time in the world you could have given that man no. at all because no matter what the punishment was he like when i say he this man must have felt invincible there's no punishment you could have given him that he wouldn't have thought i can just buy my way out of this oh yeah i got something on you i got something on you i got something on your nan i got something on your brother yeah i got something on all of you like people what? put out people put out hits so easily as well i'm like how can you just easily be like yeah go kill this one that one too that one over there that one's cousin this one has a son so let's bump him off too the power nah, is- when i say this man had like contingency plans even there's even theories that like yeah he's he's not dead he's on an island somewhere screaming yeah or did some what kind of film oh you know sorry you probably haven't watched spider-man but anyways contingency planning where even i may be gone but my influence and my power is still it's still uh, listen the things he has on these people these very powerful people that are supposed to run certain countries and certain worlds and be heads of state and you know be in charge Mm. the very very top he's got things on them and they all know that they've got things on each other as well so the whole system would collapse if that got out this is the thing because he mysteriously died in prison supposedly committed suicide but the thing about this one yeah all the cameras just happened to be switched off all Uh, the guards all the guards just happened to be asleep nah do you know what they said the way they bit up like this is the most secure prison ever it's where we send the worst of the worst in new york nothing tap can nothing bad can happen nothing mad can happen in the most secure possible place we sent him with them the most best trained guard there is no way you can get your hands on anything nah it's that strict but on the day that he mysteriously committed suicide oh let's let's get a couple trainees in people who have never been here before in the most secure prison let's just get a couple of them in the security cameras that you know are always very very secure and always working mm. they just so happen to be down mm. um i don't know where the foot the footage what footage uh mm, don't know about that they're saying, yeah, he managed to get that entire, even though, you know, we make sure the place is completely mm. as suicide-free as possible. Don't get any... Act- yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know about that one there. Yep. And it's mad because the guy who did the autopsy on his body said that the injuries that he had did not match up to the injuries he would have had if he had died the way they said he did, which basically means it did not happen. He said... One plus one in this situation just ain't adding up. But even he tr- he tried not to even mince his words too much. He's like, let me not let me not say too much because I don't know who's, who's gonna come out for me next. <laughs> but the thing is, you can't you can't even be like, okay, who did it? Because there's so there's so many people who would have want to shut this man up. Um, for real, for real, for real. Like, in, in, like, just dozens of people wanting him dead. Like, more, hundreds, I'm sure. Because it's a whole ring. It's a ring. A whole... Oh, my Although, God. Who, who, who could pick? The choice is yours. I wouldn't be surprised if all, all of them were just <laughs> like, cool. So, as a collective, 
as a collective, let's all get this thing done. Let's all pitch in. And no one's, no one's going to say a damn thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's mad. But what the sad thing about this is, is that, yeah, this documentary is out and other things about Epstein is out, but, like, the focus is on him. Yeah, not the victims. On, like, the victims, like, yeah. the tens of girls and young women whose life, like, he actually ruined. And this Maxwell woman as well. We haven't forgotten about you either. Your own is, co- your own is coming, but... Yeah, all of this focus is on him and, you know, the, the other people who are in this ring, all the other really powerful people and really and truly, like, the focus should be on the victim. And the sad thing is, is that they never got to see see justice because yeah. I think he was, like, still mid-trial when, yeah. quote-unquote, died. So they never got to, you know, like, stand up in court and, like, look him in the eyes and be like, look at, look at where I am today. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the really sad thing about it is that like they never got any justice. Yeah, it's just the whole thing was just shocking. I was like, you're you've gotten away with this for this many years, and had the Me Too movement not happened, I don't even know that anything would have even changed because he was getting away with it. He had immunity after all. He had immunity, and it was only the power of social media that made people question what the victims were actually saying. It's just yeah. sad, man. People get away with too much. These white men in power. Oh, cancel them all, cancel them all, throw them all in the bin, please. Oh, next one. <laughs> Fire! <laughs> Fire Fest. I'm not gonna lie, this one, this one's just, this one is just funny. I kind of feel bad for people. Um, it's just, it's just absolutely hilarious. So, I think in 2006, this tech college millionaire guy who created some kind of card his name is like billy billy something gets together with ja Rule and he's like you know what i have a great idea let's throw this festival on this island you know we'll get a whole bunch of like models and influencers <laughs> to promote it and you know it's gonna be the world's best festival like bon coachella we're gonna do fire fest <laughs> You know what's wild? I remember seeing it advertised and I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Can't afford it, but that looks kind of cool. Did you? I never even saw it advertised and it's probably a good thing because certain people are just, you don't need to be followed. No. Like this whole influencer thing, I'm about to tell you guys why it's techie. Um, listen, sometimes if something is too good to be true, it's probably not true. It is probably not. Some things that come to you a bit too easy, you got you got to question them. Mm-hmm. Now, people really thought that they would be on this island in the Bahamas, this private island, busting it down with the world's most famous models, big headliners. Ah, oh, Blink One Eighty Two. People are going mad for Blink One Eighty Two. Like, fam. The only reason I know Blink One Eighty Two is from that other song where they mentioned Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> You know much. the hate. Mm, I was doing just fine before I met <laughs> one of the lyrics about Blink One Eight. Anyways, this isn't about what music <laughs> I know or don't know. They said there would be Major Laser. Major Laser was never signed up in the no. first place, but they said we'll get Major Laser. Now, this 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 catastrophe just shows you the power of these in- Insta influencers. It's the celebrities, it's the babies, it's the honeys, it's the models, and how they really shagged common, common people of their money. 
They posted a cute orange square. Boom. We're going to fly you out, all you models. Take a couple cute pics in the Bahamas. I'm going to need you to post that orange square. Let your followers come, buy tickets. Cool. They did that. Common, common people went and shaked their money on this thing for it to just fall flat. Like, this is a moment where it's like, Alexa, play Stormzy. Way too big for your boots. No, they got played. They got played. And it was expensive. People were spending thousands altogether. Think about the flight and the ticket and the quote-unquote accommodation. Thousands. <laughs> they saw Kendall Jenner on the beach and they thought, that, have, that has to be me. That has to be me. Take my money. They were like, yeah, I'll do that. Like, sign me up. No. But Ja Rule and this Billy guy, they really thought, yeah, it's easy. We'll we'll buy an island. We'll get some tents. We'll fly a couple models out and take cute pics. We'll play a bit of music and we'll make a killing. They really thought it would be that easy. Now, I I can't even remember the time scale they gave themselves. It's something ridiculous, like six months Mm -hmm. to put together a festival, yeah? The consultants were like, for something of this scale, you need at least two years prior planning. And also for what you're trying to accomplish, because they were out here promising luxury condos, villas, gourmet food, boat parties. Consultants are like, fam, this is going to cost you at least 50 mil. Uh, yeah. They said, oh, do you know what? That's a bit much. We don't have that. So let's, let's just cut some things. Those villas, yeah, let's just cut that. Even though people had already paid. They're like, all right. Can't afford the villas, let's get rid of villas. Oh, I can't afford that, let's get rid of that. Oh, we can't afford, yeah, let's, let's get rid of that. Again. Like they didn't tell anyone. They let them pay for those experiences and didn't tell anyone, kept it quiet, let them arrive and then be like, where's my villa? Not a single soul was told about anything. These lot really thought they could just whip up a quick festival mm-hmm. with zero long-term thinking. Now, <laughs> the Jar Rule and Billy's mentality was just chat shit, keep chatting shit, Lie and say you're not chatting shit. Chat some more shit and eventually get banged. Yeah. Eventually get banged. <laughs> Genuinely though, it's like, oh. And they were just the worst pair ever because they were both just hyping each other up. They needed someone <laughs> to be there to just be like, stop it now, stop it. <laughs> not a good you, idea. Have you seen, you know the Go Crazy video at the very end where it's like just the picture of, um, of Chris Brown and what's it, Young Fug, and it's just like, they just look at each other and they just shrug like, I'll, yeah. go, I'll go. Literally, literally. I'll do it if you do it. You know when your parents are like, if your friend jumped off a cliff with you, they said yes. They said, okay, bet. They said bet. Oh, we don't have, no, we'll, we'll find it somehow. Like maybe, maybe we should stop. Maybe this festival isn't going to work. <laughs> nah, let's keep going. There was really a point where the festival was in like a week and they had nothing. And at that point, they, they should have just been like, listen, we can't do it. They said, no, we'll figure it out. So the week, But it's just deep. Like people were promised the world and they paid for it. What did they get? An island that doesn't exist. They were out here saying it was um, not El Chapo. What's the other one? Pablo. They were out here claiming it was Pablo, Pablo Escobar's island. It was not. They were out here claiming the island was called Fire Fire Cave. It wasn't. So people were booking flights to like some unknown island. Most people, it started off with like 5,000 people. Five, only 500 actually made it to the actual island because they didn't even give the correct name of the island. People were told, oh yeah, you're going to get luxury condos and villas. They ended up with emergency relief tents. The kind that refugees put 
get put in. UNICEF, that's, that's what they gave people that were even flying away. They got soaked mattresses. They said gourmet food. They got cheese and bread. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? The storm was actually rude because the few mattresses they did have were just soaked. And it was just like, give the people a break. And the cheese and bread <laughs> was disrespectful. You know when you're hungry and you go to Tesco and the only sandwich that's left on the shelf is the cheese. Cheese with like no butter. That's what they were served. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't even the equivalent of uh, an organised Tesco's nice package sandwich. It wasn't even that. It's almost like, you know when you're at uni and you literally have no food in your house and you're just looking at you just the scraps. You're like, let me just throw together something with the scraps. And you come out with like one slice of cheese and like some old bread. That's what they got. They put everyone on a school bus. It's supposed to be luxury. You come from the airport on a school bus. Their luggage was on some boat which eventually arrived in a container at night so people could not even see their luggage so they're out here with phones the torches on their phones so we saw in like people got their luggage stolen mm-hmm. there was no water there was no water fam when i say there was no logistics and it it, it would have been like a good few months not even weeks that these people would have known that this thing just isn't we can't accomplish it in this, yeah. in this time space. Yeah. But they okay. didn't tell anyone. They told... Do you know what? The people who work there, they're bad mind as well. They're bad mind as well. Because even on the documentary, they were like, we kept trying to tell Billy things were going crazy. But what did you, what did you do? What yeah. did you yourself do? They, they did tried, up, though. They tried. They called, up like, they called up the celebs and the little, like, Kendall Jenners out there being like, do you know what? If I were you, I wouldn't really come to this festival because it's not really happening. Mm. Um, because she didn't turn up. Kendall, where was Ja Rule didn't even turn up. He was touring somewhere else. No festival. But they said, "You commoners who have spent your thousands, yeah, give us your money still." Yeah. But, um, Do you know what was really gonna... funny? You know, it was so funny. It was the scene when, like, I think they all arrived on the island, and he had to explain to them that there were no villas. It was just a free for all. Find a tent. Do your, do what you can. Hunger Games style. Go find somewhere to lay your head tonight. So funny. Go crazy. Go what? It was fully Lord of the Flies. And what's mad is that people had paid, like, some had paid $700. Some had paid, like, $1,200. People were paying for, like, different packages for this glamping. Oh, you get a condo, you get a villa. And they all turned up and got, like, a white flyaway tent. Yeah. A white tent that just flew away at the snap of a breeze because yeah. the people who they hired, like um, the islanders, he wasn't paying them either. So they said, okay, we're not going to keep building stuff for you yeah. when you ain't paying us. So nothing was held. Oh, it was literally just every man for themselves. People were stealing mattresses, tents, things were getting soaked. There was no food. There was no water. There was no water. Like, yeah, that was so sad about the islanders as well. Cause they were, yeah, they were promised like decent money. And he told them like, this is going to happen every year or every however many years. And it's going to bring tourism into the country and you're all going to have loads of money. And then they didn't even get a damn paycheck. Yeah. So they asked like the one guy, like, okay, go and get all your workers and just keep building and we'll pay, we'll pay you. And then like, yeah, literally did not pay them. And what's mad is that he promised this was a private Island. Apparently it was just like, a car park it was just a bit of sand in between like the other two big resorts like the sandals resort and then there was just this bit of sand that he said yeah we can we can turn this into a festival and obviously like none of the acts turned up but what's mad is that 
there was literally like no logistical planning no infrastructure the fact that they didn't even think oh we'd need drinking water <laughs> and then did you see the bit <laughs> the bit in the documentary where like one i can't remember what his role or position was but he was just like i had to go and beg this man to provide us with like drinking water at the festival and the man was like i'll do it if you suck my dick and he was like so you know i was fully prepared to suck this man's dick to get water and he's like no wait i'm joking don't actually do it he was ready he was ready to get on his knees for the water like (laughs) (laughs) he was ready to risk it all for ja rule and billy you know what though he was a real mvp he was willing to just (laughs) sacrifice his own self for the team that is loyalty no but this See, this is what happens. When you put your loyalty, yeah, in these Insta babies and these influencers, where were they? They weren't at the festival. They did not tell their followers, don't go to the festival. Mm-hmm. No. Where are you now that I need you? It was also just when they, were, they had all arrived. They were all scrambling for water, scrambling for tents. And they were like, there's not going to be a festival. And they all just had to try and get back to the airport. And there weren't the flights flying back out. So they were just stuck in the airport. Like, he played them. This whole thing was just the epitome of false advertising. It was just a shambles. How? This is my, this is, this is the power. This is actually the power of, like, Insta celebrities and models. Because the whole festival was built on them and them alone they were the brand but bad advertisement i'm sorry but i have more sense than money i don't have money to be splashing like that no way and this thing was supposed to be two weeks yeah. of lavish living luxury gourmet food nah it's too good to be true don't do it don't it's do true it. though when you think about it this whole thing people i don't remember if it sold out but people were buying tickets based off of this one video there's one video of people sitting on a yacht, these influencers running in the sand. Listen, little model running in the sand, um, Baywatch style, that was it. Small clip. They made hella pee off of that as well. Apparently, Miss Kendall Jenner made a quarter of a mil from that one post. From that one orange square. From, fam, from the one orange square. Quarter mil, quarter mil, you say? Quarter wow. mil. Wow, well, she, didn't, she didn't tell them same followers. Uh, if you don't, don't go, don't go, don't do that. Yeah, don't want that about you. Don't, don't be doing them things there. It's also just like, I don't know if Billy genuinely like was that narcissistic that he thought he could pull it off, or if he was yeah. just so far into it that he was like, Well, I can't stop now. But I don't know how you let yourself get there. Apparently, it was a combination too because like they didn't have money. Um, he kept taking out like short-term loans, short-term loans, short-term loans. And they were like, literally like, we don't have this, the space like, and the time, like let's make it next year. But because he had already taken out short-term, it had to be like then and there for him to get his money back. And apparently they, because they ran out of money, they introduced this whole cashless thing, which you know you get at, um, at festivals where it's like a little wristband with a card on it and you just top money up on it, which means you don't have to like carry cash and stuff around. Yeah. And so they got people to like pre-top up money onto that and they just said, yeah, everything's going to be cashless. So people turn up with no cash, thinking, oh, for two weeks, I don't need any. And now suddenly people have to book flights back, taxis back, no money. It's a bit techie. Plus, you should always have money on you. I don't care what people say, what festival, where I'm going. 
gonna have my contactless, but I'm gonna have cash too, just in case. But imagine like booking a festival, yeah. You've got your accommodation sorted, you've got your return flight booked for two weeks later. This happens, and you now need to book a new flight home last minute, so you know it's gonna be expensive from some territory off of the United States. What if you don't just have a spare grand sitting in your account? Then what do you do? Fam, what if there's no Wi-Fi? There's no Wi-Fi. You man don't have bread or water, so the fact that Wi-Fi is probably not an option for you. you don't know where your luggage is. Someone has stolen your luggage because it arrived in the dark in a container. No. Like, I felt bad, but it was just funny. It was just humorous. I was like, you people and your social media and the influencers, like, this, that's what you get. That's what you get. You have way, way too much power and invest way too much of your time into influencers. No, no. Yeah. Not, I'm, I'm sorry it happened. And honestly, Ja Rule and Billy deserve to go to jail for a long time because that is bad mind behavior. These innocent poor people thought they were going to be dancing on the boat with Kendall Jenner and those ones there. And they got lied to. There was no food. No, that's bad mind. Bad, bad mind. mattresses that they had to sleep on. That was so rude. Also, also, I remember Billy going to prison, but I, Jarrell didn't, right? I don't remember how that Jarrell happened. Jarrell used to get his ass prison <laughs> How did he get away with that? He was in it as well. What happened to we all in this together? Jarrell said bye. He said, enjoy your stay. How was it? See you later, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> Gabriella, I gotta go my own way. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> Billy said, like, what about us? <laughs> what about everything we've been through? But what about trust? <laughs> I'm dead. You know what? <laughs> you know I never meant to hurt you. What about me? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I gotta leave, but I'll miss you. <laughs> well, you can't leave because there are no flights for two weeks, so you've got no money. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm actually dead. Oh my god, that <laughs> there was no loyalty. Do you know what? Jarul should have taken a hit for the team. Jarul should have moved like that guy who was going to take a hit for the team and go down on some dude for the greater good. He should have moved like that. He should have come with that energy. But he said, "Bye, Bro, really, on your own." He was a real one. Literally, just just stick to festivals that are out there. You man have Coachella. All all the Insta babies go to that. Stick with that. Go to Glastonbury. Go to small, small outlook. Mm-hmm. These ones with your hands that promise your online social media. Nah, don't mm-hmm. do them things. Don't do them things. It was when Major Laser were like, yeah, no, we never, we never confirmed. We were never. Um, we were they never said, <laughs> take our name out of your mouth. We never, we were never part of that. Don't do that. Mm-mm. It's just funny. Like, yeah, I feel for the people, but it was very entertaining for me. So I'm glad that that happened. <laughs> It's hilarious. If you just want, if you just want to laugh at like misery, but also how in the world like this? When people have, when people have money, they really lose all sense. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. It was just nice that for once it was wealthy people being scammed and not poor people because that's usually how it runs. I think it was a. I think it was a bit of both though because apparently, apparently, like the early bird tickets were supposed (laughs) to be like kind of cheap, like like a grand in like dollars. So, you know, if you're a college kid or something, you got a student loan, you're like, oh, 1K to be on an island for two weeks and see Kendall Jenner. Oh, no. I don't know. That one it's is. a bit techy, but still, my money deserves to go to better places than that. I'm Honestly, sorry. It'll never be me. To see Kendall on a yacht, I'm good. I'll keep my I'm money in the bank. 
she ain't got no money in the bank the thing is yeah i don't even have money to start off with to even <laughs> afford <laughs> let alone to be given some cheese and bread and a soppy mattress nah i'm good i'm good I'm doing good. bahamas living no nah, i can't do it <laughs> that show is very entertaining listen i just i just want to take the time to thank netflix because it's just the gift that keeps on giving Oh, and yeah, please let, let us know if you've seen these shows, if you've watched them, how you felt. I, ho- I hope your feelings are the same as ours. <laughs> oh, it's just so entertaining. It really is. Also, if you want to Netflix and chat part four, just holler at us and we'll make it happen. Yeah, give us some recommendations. What should we be watching? Mm-hmm. Tell us. And if you want to share your thoughts on the episode, use the hashtag Black, Broke and Brilliant on Twitter or message us on our Insta page. You know what to do. Rate and review us on Apple. Follow, give us a like, share it with your mums, your nans, your boss or just your friends so you can have a laugh. We'll be back on Thursday. I've been Ivy. I've been Samiracle. Thank you for listening.